67 of Better. Welcome to Better. I'm April Simons, and I'm so glad you're listening in today. I hope you and your family are doing well. I just want to give a big shout out to all of you who have subscribed to the podcast. Thank you so much for letting me be a part of your life. And if you haven't yet subscribed, I wish you'd do that today. Just press subscribe, and every single Monday, this will just appear in your inbox. So today, y'all, I want to talk to you about this. There's more in store for you. Well, we're sitting here in the middle or the end of a pandemic, which we think is going to end pretty soon. I don't know what phase we're in, but we're coming out of it. And, you know, it's easy to get caught up in being home and not being at work and not traveling and not doing our normal thing. I think one of the funniest things is one of my daughters, Savannah, got up the other day and she said, hey, Google, what day is it? And I thought, that's how I feel. I don't even know what day it is sometimes. It's easy to get stuck in a rut during this time especially, but I want to encourage you during this time when you're home or maybe you're listening to this and it's another year, it's another time, this is good for any time in our life. To to stay in preparation for that next thing that God has in store for our life. Because the scripture says that there is more in store. The, it, the scripture says in 1 Corinthians, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. See, God doesn't want you to get stuck. He doesn't want you to, to live frustrated. He doesn't want you to live in fear. He doesn't want you to stay in the same place doing the same thing 24-7. No, he has more in store for you. I think about the passage in the Bible in Luke when it's talking about Simon Peter. He was out fishing, and when Jesus found him, he was washing his nets. And that meant, you know, he had washed his nets. That meant he was done fishing for the day. That particular day, Peter and his friends had caught nothing, and they were professional fishermen. And Jesus, to make the story shorter, told Peter to go out into the deep and to cast out his nets. And, you know, I'm sure Peter was thinking, man, I have done this. I know what I'm doing. I'm a professional at this. And, you know, we've been out here all day. We've worked hard. We've caught nothing. But he looked at Jesus and he said, Master, you know what? We've tried this and we've caught nothing. But because you say so, I'm going to let down the nets. Oh, and the scripture goes on to say this, that when they let down the nets, oh my goodness, y'all, they caught so many fish that their nets started breaking. They brought their fish into the boats and the boat started sinking. Peter recognized this man, Jesus, he was something special. He looked at Jesus and he said, you know what, Lord, go away from me. I'm a sinful man. Jesus filled with his grace and compassion, looked at Peter and said, you know what, from now on, you're going to be fishers of men. And Peter that day and the other two left everything they had and they followed Jesus. I love this story because Jesus saw something in Peter that Peter didn't see in himself. Peter saw a sinner, but man, Jesus saw someone who was going to help other sinners come to know Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. See, folks, God has more in store for you. God sees something in you that you may not see in yourself right now. So I want to encourage you, while you're trying to figure out what that next big thing is that God has for your life, to be in preparation. 
Get ready for that next big thing. You may say, April, I don't know what that is. You know what? That's okay. You don't have to know. But as long as you're preparing for it, man, God is going to God is going to do great things for your life. Now, what do I mean by that? When we think of David, David and Goliath, we know we think of David as, man, he just went out there, this little punk teenage boy, and he killed this giant. But what you may not think about all the time is that David, he had to still, he had to deal with stinky sheep before he ever conquered Goliath. David had to to work out in the field before he ever became a king. See, he had this time in the field when he was all alone, when he was in solitude. But you know what he did? He utilized his time alone. He utilized the solitude. He got his thoughts working for him and not against him. He gained confidence with humility in the field. He saw God be faithful in the field. You know, he killed that lion. Uh, uh, yeah, he killed that lion and that bear. He realized that God had not forgotten about him in the field. He got his vision in the field. He got his spiritual fortitude, his spiritual muscle in the field. And when it was time for David to face Goliath, he had that spiritual fortitude. Why? Because he was preparing in the field. His way of thinking wasn't like most because in the field, he had that shifting. He saw God be faithful. He found that God in the field. He walked with God in the field. He heard God in the field. His spiritual confidence was strengthened in the field. That's why when he faced Goliath, which was on a whole new level, nobody else would face that giant. Nobody else felt as though they could face that giant. David was on this level thinking about his training. You know what? I saw God be faithful with the the lion. I saw God be faithful with the bear. He knew he was at a new place. He had fought all of his battles in private, which, which strengthened his spiritual muscle when no one was watching. But when the time came, he looked at Goliath with confidence, not arrogance, And he said, you know what? I'm going to take you down. In his spirit, I can just imagine, rehearse that lion that he took down. It rehearsed that bear. And with one rock, y'all, he brought down the force that was coming against him. Now, I want you to see that David milked that field for everything he could. He learned to protect in the field. He got trained in the field. He was teachable in the field. See, folks, your time at home or your field, that time is a time for preparation. It's the time for refining. It's the time where the rubber meets the road, where God sees if he can count on you, if you believe the things that you say you believe, if you act like the word of God is true. It's where you fight battles and don't give up and keep the faith That's what elevates you to new places, uh, new places in God. 1 Corinthians says this, Be firm, be steadfast, be immovable, always abound in the work of the Lord. Always being superior, excelling, doing more than enough in the service of the Lord, knowing that being continually aware that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. It's never wasted or has no purpose. 
let me encourage you with this, folks. Don't allow yourself to get frustrated in the field, to get frustrated in your solitude, to get frustrated in your time at home, to get frustrated when you're between jobs or you're not at that job that you want to be at just yet. See, sometimes before there's a shift, you feel frustrated because it's time for something new. You can feel it. Something new is waiting to be born. Don't fight it. Embrace it. See, without the struggle, there's usually no progress. I think about when I had my daughter Savannah, and I've told this story before, but I was actually ready to deliver, and the nurse said, don't push. <laughs> Y'all, it happened so fast. It was my third baby. I knew what I was doing. I was kind of profe- kind of a professional at it. <laughs> and that nurse looked at me and said, don't push. I had no epidural. It was not an easy thing. And I remember laying on that that bed in the hospital waiting to deliver the nurses telling me not to push. And I'm thinking, dear God in heaven, you know, I actually had the thought, I just want to go home. I don't want to do this right now. This is too painful. I'm not ready for this pain. It hurts too bad. I mean, I actually had those thoughts. But you know what? The baby did come. See, sometimes it seems so painful and we want to quit along the way. God is trying to birth something new in us and we get frustrated and we we get, you know, just overwhelmed with pain or overwhelmed with thoughts of how's this going to ever happen. Let me encourage you, don't live life frustrated. Use that time of struggle as preparation. Get ready for new doors to open. See, comfort is the enemy of progress. What do you do during those times? Stay committed. Hang tough. When you get tired and frustrated and want to quit, take a nap, eat some food, and don't quit. Amen to that right there. See, opposition is a good training ground. Conflict is good training ground. That person that's driving you crazy, that's good training for what you're going to have to face in the future. This is an opportunity for next-level living. Don't complain. Adjust. Remember, complaining is draining. Don't quit because God has more things in store for you. Don't avoid the change. Move toward it. Uh Uh-oh, I'm going to say that one again. Don't avoid the change. Move toward it. Let go of things that are holding you back. Embrace the shift that's trying to take place in your life right now. Now, you may be tired and worn out. Maybe you feel like you're drained and just empty. But you know what God's saying to you? Go dip your nets into the water one more time. Hey, it may look crazy. You may have done it a thousand times and come up empty. But God is saying, shift your thinking, shift your way of looking at it, shift from fear into faith and see what he has in store for you. Shift looking at yourself as less than and not um, not someone who's able to do great things. Shift looking at yourself as the one who has tried and tried and tried and failed and failed and failed, failed, shift throwing in the towel and saying, I'm done. No shift in saying, you know what? I don't care what comes against me. I'm going to, I'm going to go to that next level. I'm going to get to that next big thing that God has for my life. 
Listen, folks, this is a time of preparation for the next big thing God has for you. The next big idea, the next plan, your next season. Don't get discouraged. Get ready. Keep growing from the inside out. Be better than you were yesterday. Have a better attitude, a better perspective, a better response. Stay in faith. Let me say it again. Stay in faith. Keep hope in front of you. Remember, God is just as interested in who you are becoming as where you're going. And when things change inside of you, things begin to change around you. God is going to open doors for you that you never even dreamed of. Get ready for the shift. Don't waste the opportunity to grow. Get ready to put your nets back in the water. You might think it's over. But God has a new way and a new plan of bringing blessing and opportunity into your life. Don't give up. Get ready. Your better days are right up ahead.